Welcome to the game. This is game. They should have never gave you platform. <laughs> yeah, the gap is back. The gap, yeah. <laughs> What's good with y'all out there? This is another episode of The Gap. I'm your lovely or hated host, Kamal, aka the Black Seinfeld, aka Magic X. And since I got the best audience out there, well, a sector of my audience is the best. You know, it's a lot of. Trolls out there, y'all keep on trolling. You know, there's some haters out there that be the hate watching, hate engaging. But the rest of y'all, since y'all the best, what should y'all be doing right now? Well, what y'all waiting for? Let's get it. You feel me? Yeah, and if they watching, at least they learning. And I appreciate all y'all, from the ugly to the beautiful and to the in-betweeners. Okay? Now the tube. The tube been around since 05. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel booming because y'all been doing it. But it's always great to remind y'all. Like a sub. Sub a share. Share a comment. Comment a like. Y'all know what to do. Some of y'all smart. You feel me? Now, for my potters, I'm on Google Podcasts, I'm on Apple Podcasts, I'm on Spotify, and I'm on iHeartRadio. Across all those platforms, all you got to do is type in Kamal Johnson Network. Or the gap, and bam, I pop right up. All right. Also, I'd like to thank my lovely sponsor, First Place Losers. The link to the shop gonna be in the description below. Y'all go check out the fire ass garments made out of 100% Egyptian cotton. I guarantee it boosts your sex appeal up by let's say uh, 25%. And look here, if it look great on me, it's gonna look magnificent on y'all. And yes, I said great on me. All right. I didn't say good. I said great this time. All right. Now, let's hop right into the topic, and we got to talk about a legend right here, you feel me? You know what I mean? He was, he was considered to be the, uh, the, the moral king of the world. Yes, that's how they introduced Burr on one of his speeches, which he did 2,500 of them things. 2,500! And it's his birthday today. Mm-hmm. Martin Luther King Jr. But see, I'm going to come at it from a different aspect, you feel me? A dream that they try, that, that people out here try to portray, they'd be like, oh yeah, Martin Luther King got a dream to me, equality, you know what I mean? What y'all try to portray? You really listen to Brad's speeches? Oh, he was saying something different. Oh yeah, that's what we're going to deep dive into. I know some of y'all shocked like, oh my God. What you mean? The dream that they try to sell us has always been different? Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I've been listening to uh, some of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. speeches. Uh, I listened to five of them. Um, it's like 30 to 35 speeches on there on YouTube. They couldn't have all 2,500. Goddamn. At that point, man... Martin Luther King, you know what I mean? If it, uh, uh, his, uh, I think it'd be his granddaughter. Or his daughter, no, no. The daughter's still alive. They can make a channel get some, you know what I mean? <laughs> you feel me? Ah, shit, I'll super chat. I'll super chat it. I wouldn't mind, you feel me? But the thing, the, some of the speeches that I listened to, uh, I listened to the I Have a Dream to its full entirety. And um, 
one of the things that was in there that they don't like to talk about, you know, Brother was saying, uh, this our land. What is Dr. Martin Luther King? A black American. Yeah. It's our land. Another gem in there that they don't like to speak about with this speech I have a dream. They always be like, yeah, equal for, for, for everybody. Equal rights for all men are created equal. I had the dream. But did y'all listen to the speech? I finally got around to listen to it. I was kicking my own self in the ass like, yo, I can't be this this old and, well, you know, Martin Luther King is a legend and all, but I ain't listened to the speech. So I listened to it. And another thing he was saying, that they don't like to promote y'all. He said, the way we get out this system, this oppressive system, if the slave and the slave work together, color of the slaves. Exactly. He was dropping them gems. Don't never want to portray that as the dream, though. Uh-huh. Yeah. Another, another speech that was phenomenal that they don't never want to talk about, the other America. They don't never want to talk about that. That was part of Dr. Martin Luther King's dream, too. But y'all don't want to talk about that. You know why? Because bro would start talking. First of all, it came on spicy as hell. You know what I mean? It came on, yeah, you other mother effers. Well, he didn't say mother effers, but this, I'll just paraphrase. He was like, you other mother effers. Y'all down there in Birmingham when we had that, uh, you know what I mean? I had the I Have a Dream speech and we brought out 250,000 people for a peaceful protest. Now some of y'all ain't around because I'm talking about us as black Americans and my black people, we need to be economically equal. Not just symbolically. You feel me? I have a dream speech was in 1963. Then the Civil Rights Act passed in 1964, you know, trying to end segregation. And then uh uh Martin Luther King was like, hold on, goddammit. Y'all allow us to sit in y'all restaurants and spend our hard green dollars on y'all establishment? But when we want some economic equality, oh, it's a problem now? Do you know that the other America is, is, is black America? We, we living in squalor and poverty and shit? You know, he, he didn't, Martin Luther, Martin Luther King didn't say shit, but you get my drift. He started talking like that. Y'all never bring that speech, the other America. Huh? Order speech before Burr was uh, murdered in 1968. I've been to the mountaintop. That speech he did a day before he was murdered. And he was talking the same thing. He was like, bro, we got to. And it wasn't as nice anymore. You know what I mean, I have a drink. He was like, yeah, you know, kumbaya, let's come together. Ah, this other America and I've been to mountaintop. He like, hold on, bro. Now, some of y'all was with me in Birmingham, but now y'all ain't with me with this. I see how y'all did. Uh-huh. Also, we, we need economic equality, a.k.a. reparations. Mm-hmm. Y'all never want to talk about that part of the dream of Martin Luther King. Bars! Dream King. Think about it. What? Yeah. When he was on... I've been to the mountaintop. 
he was saying like, bro, you know, I've been there, but damn, man, it's like, you know, my black people still struggling. We gotta come together, economically help ourselves out, and you people that is on the white supremacist side, anti-blackness side, yo, y'all, all that symbolic equality and stuff like that. Nah, we need we need economic equality. How the hell are you gonna give us freedom and then don't give us no uh 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 e- economics? Yeah, you're free. Yeah, I'm free, but I ain't got no goddamn dollar to my name. I ain't got no dodo job to create the dollar. You feel me? But you know what happened? We figured it out, and then they burnt it down. Martin Luther King was talking about that too in his other speeches. Oh, I'm gonna listen to all the rest of the speeches. I'll be damned. I'm going to listen to Martin Luther King Jr. speeches, uh, Malcolm X speeches. I done heard some of Malcolm X speeches and uh, Marcus Garvey. And I will say I heard uh, like two speeches from Martin Luther King when I was a little kid. Shout out to my uncle, Uncle Aaron. Appreciate you, bruh, bruh. He the one got me on to that. Well, I was little. You got to teach him young. Okay? But I'm going to listen to the rest of the speeches. Like I said, I never listened to I Have a Dream speech. I finally listened to it. And I'm like, hold on, bro, the dream that y'all trying to portray. Let's, let's be real. Them other races be trying to quote Martin Luther King. Yeah, you know, he had a dream. And yeah, freedom freedom, uh, freedom for everybody. And um, yeah, buy all God money. Freedom at last. They, they do them quotes, right? They'll never quote Martin Luther King uh, part of the drill when he was like, yeah, but my black people need economic equality too. We need to, we need to, uh, you know what I mean? Be compensated for them injustices to us as black Americans and black people. Oh, that part of the dream, you know what part of that dream is how people be acting? They act like, you know, when you wake up, you be like, God damn. I only can remember a certain part of the dream, but the other part, I mean, it was very important, but I can't think of it right now. Mm. That's how they think of that part of the dream. And that's the most important part. Us. Black Americans. Black people. We 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 need to be economically equal. That's the only way this shit gonna work. And that's what Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was saying. You know what I mean? And he was getting more aggressive saying it after that I had a dream speech. I told you he came on America Spicy. He was like, hold on. I see what y'all did. Y'all used me for clout with that uh, I have a dream speech. Nah, y'all missed the whole message. I was saying we need to be eco- we need to be economically equal, you feel me? At the same time, you're not equal as men, but let's, you know, you know America about the dollar. You know we built this nation. That's what he was saying. Came out his own mouth. He said, we built this nation, us. What is Dr. Martin Luther King? Y'all put it in the comments below, okay? But yeah, this man was a was a legend, great activist. Uh, Jonathan Majors, you got you, you can't, you, you're not Martin Luther King, bro. You ain't doing what he doing. You ain't even made 10 speeches to help us as black people collectively and stuff. This man made 2500 God damn. Religion. Activist. 
one of our moral leaders of the world? You feel me? And it's his brother's birthday. And I know a lot of y'all, y'all probably just out there and like, oh, MLK Day, yeah, it's a free day off. Yeah, MLK, I have a dream. Ah, la, la, la. Nah, I'm coming in with it like, hold on, man. Y'all ain't about to misconstrue and portray that Martin Luther King Jr. was just only on some, yeah, we, we, we have to be equal as men, so we need to be integrated and being in restaurants and schools and shit. No, the brother was saying, we need to be economically equal also. So pay y'all dues, America, for what y'all done to us as, as black American and black people. Oh, yeah, I don't want to talk about that part of the dream of Martin Luther King. And that's what I'm getting at. All the other stuff good, too. But this is probably some of the most important stuff. And I see how y'all try to omit it. Hell no. I'm bringing it to light. Okay. Happy birthday to uh, Martin Luther King Jr. once again. Appreciate what you've done for me and my people and for the world, you know, globally and stuff like that. I'm going to listen to some more Martin Luther King Jr. speeches, other people's speeches, Marcus Garvey, you feel me, uh, Malcolm X. Hell, I'm going to listen to some Louis Farrakhan speeches, you feel me? We got to listen to it. We have the internet. This is beautiful that we're able to listen to this. And if you really like listening to some of these speeches, I don't listen to five, five, well, I make it six because... Like I said, I listened to earlier, and one of them like that I just recently listened to, I listened to when I was younger. I listened to six Dr. Martin Luther King speeches, and I get more the gist of this, of what he's coming from, and what he was really trying to tell us. And now I see the propaganda that was used to try to make, you know, one, they tried to make Martin Luther King seem very passive, and two, it was very submissive, and three, it made it seem like he wasn't on his economic game. Which is a total lack of bullshit. That's that's so that was bullshit. What they trying to show, or whatever. So I'm bringing the light. Like, nah, man. There's another part of Martin Luther King dream, and they like to keep that part sleep. Mm, mm, mm. All right, y'all. Y'all know what segment we about to get into. We about to get into the sad segment. And today I got to talk about this movie because it kind of correlates with Martin Luther King. He was kind of like a side character in this movie. I know some of y'all was like, oh, why not do Selma? I've I seen Selma, but I got to rewatch it. Now, you know what I mean? I might do that for next year. You feel me? But today we're going to talk about Rustin on Netflix. And Rustin, I guess, is one of the guys that helped... Uh, get together and create the um the peaceful protests uh in um Washington in 1963 where uh Dr. Martin Luther King made the I have a dream speech you feel me and so I'm going to get into the plot and some of the things down the line you feel me and some of the things I was like whoa but uh let me give you the stats and then let me give you the cast cuz the cast was the cast was cracking this this was a solid movie. I, I I say it was a solid movie. Was it the greatest? No. Could there have been some agenda pushing? Yeah, because I done seen some of the executive producers. And they shot... Y'all see what y'all trying to do? Y'all trying to do like the color purple with the old... We're going to make Oprah write 
the face of our executive producer because it's black, right? You feel me? So some bullshit happened. It's on her. They trying to do the shit with the, the Obamas. The, they cleared day on the screen. Oh, the Obamas produced this. Yeah, but it was also executive produced by nothing but white and some one um Indian woman. George C. Wolf, Bruce Cohen, Pyra Swamawate, Tony Davis. You feel me? And the thing about it also is like I could see it could be a little agenda pushing. Okay? And I'll tell you in the plot with the agenda I think they were really trying to push. And how I just read through all that bullshit. You feel me? But let me give you the cast real quick. Quick. Now I'm going to give you these stats. And then we're going to hop right into that plot. So, Coleman Domingo played Bayard Rustin. Killed the role. Everybody played it. Everybody killed the acting role. I'm going to just leave it at that. It was great, great acting. Gus Halper, he was Tom. He was ba- basically Bayard Rustin, little, um, he was um, his assistant, but also his, it's weird, because bro is his side piece, but he got with him first. I just got the other guy, right, that he that Bayard really liked was Johnny, uh, played by Johnny Ramea, was Eli- Elias, and he was a preacher, but he was a preacher that he's, he liked the pussy. You feel me? Bayard Rustin, if you couldn't tell about how I'm talking, he was gay. He liked pussy. A lot of it. And so he was smashing his assistant, Tom. And it's like, down the line, Tom became his side piece. And Ellis, he really wanted to be the man, but Ellis had a wife and kids and was the man of the cloth. And his wife figured it out, too. You feel me? Black women smart. You feel me? Figured out, like, yo. And called Bayard and was like, hey, yo. I'm kind of giving a plot, but he was like, hey. She was like, hey, yo. I know my husband like bussy. I know you've been giving it to him. But leave him alone. Because I know his limitations. You need to chill. Damn. Mm. Other actors in it. Jeffrey Wright. He was Clayton Powell. Played the role. Immaculate. You feel me? Chris Rock. He was Roy Wick uh, Wilkins. Basically the head of the NAACP. And it's crazy because it was like. There was hella infighting with that too. Oh my god. God damn. Alright. Glenn Turman played Philip Randolph, phenomenal actor, you feel me? And then the person that played Dr. Martin Luther King was Alm Amen. I think he played a good Dr. Martin Luther King. It was pretty solid, all right? You feel me? And many more actors who killed their role, but I felt they were, these were kind of the main people. But everybody else killed their role, too. Kudos to y'all, you feel me? Y'all did y'all damn thing, you feel me? Now, let me do this. Let me get all the stats. So, IMDb gave it a 6.6. Rotten Tomatoes gave it 85%, and the people gave it an 83%. I agree with more Rotten Tomatoes and the people, because I didn't really give it an 80%. I was more on like the 75-ish percent, maybe 80. But IMDb, fuck y'all, 6.6. Y'all mad at one of the actors? Somebody made y'all mad. Somebody hurt y'all feelings. What is it? Huh? Alright. So, look. Basically, the plot is, it is a drama documentary about Rustin. Rustin, is, uh, Bay- Bayard Rustin, is one of the people, like I said, to help create the peaceful protest. They were thinking they wanted to get 100,000 people. They got 250,000 people at the motherfucking White House. Jesus Christ.
You feel me? There. To listen to Dr. Martin Luther King, uh, I have a dream speech. That's the gist of it. That's the plot. Okay? Now, let me give you some of the dirty details in. I'm going to just say it in the beginning. The agenda that could be seen to be pushed is the... Um, it's like every movie has LGBTQ in it. I could see that being an agenda. And the agenda also could be pushed that like, oh... Y'all had to have a LGBTQ to help y'all get this movement out. Hmm. Yeah. That could be seen as the agenda pushing too. Mm-hmm. But at the at the same time, uh I did like what they portrayed and it kinda uh it throws out that um stigmatization that heterosexual black men have a trouble with homosexual black men or just homosexuality in retrospect eh, really us we don't really give a flying f about it because that's what it came down to it it was like all right bro you you're you're a bussy snatcher and all but oh okay we don't we don't care you black yeah you might in 1942 because bayard rustin got his ass whooped by the cops but was it because it was homosexuality or because he was black. Because I saw in that car, and they charged him with a, a charge of being a pervert. And he was about to get some uh, some fellatio to two white men. More like he more than like the, that white pussy. I'll tell you. It was one point in the scene, he was about to go into the dark clay and get some white pussy in the car. Roll. He was like, oh, damn, I can't do that now. But he was in love with a black man. Hmm. But yeah. Uh, Berbera that got caught in like they didn't whoop the white boys' asses because they clearly was homosexual too. But they sure beat the hell out this black man. And they tried to blame it on homosexuality, man. You know what I mean? But that was a, that was one thing I know. I'm like the bickering because like Chris Rock character Roy, he was the head of NAACP, and like even uh Clayton Powell, he was like. What's up with the, the Pasadena, bro? Like that, it was a stigma. Everybody was like, "What well, a stigma is, bro? You, you, you are uh, was it homosexuality or was it that he got caught with a certain charge that aligned with homosexuality? You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, they got it done. All the arguing, Bayard Rustin, like what happened was in 1960. He got kicked off the whole committee thing or whatever, Martin Luther King and all that, because I think they found out about the whole Pasadena incident that some of the people did. And then some of them found out later on because he just basically got, he got ousted publicly on the radio. That's equivalent of somebody that's hiding in that closet, not the one R. Kelly talking about. And, you know, Berber get ousted on social media. And it's on like Say Cheese and uh, you know, what I mean, CNN and what else? Everywhere. Okay, that happened, bro. And at the end of the day, everybody was looking, was like, "Damn, you like bussy, bro? Huh? Kind of figured you did." Then they went on about their merry way and got the job done. That narrative I liked. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And it showed our moral leader. 
Martin Luther King, they were friends. So I like how it kills off this whole narrative that us as heterosexual black men have a problem with homosexual black men. No, we don't. That's been bullshit. That's been a bullshit narrative for so goddamn long. You feel me? But also in the plot, you know what I mean? They show the, the they show this love interest and stuff. I'm not gonna. This really did happen. Like I was eating my um my my fries, my epic my fries I got from Epic Wings, and like I didn't know anything about Bayard Rustin, so I had no no clue. I, I I was I was coming into this movie thinking like, man, I'm about to be hella mad. You feel me? I'm pissed off. It's gonna be hella racism. It it was racism in there, but I was thinking like there's gonna be some super beatings and just like it was some beatings in there, but uh, you know what I mean? I was just like, but I was eating my fries and I was looking. I had no clue Bayard Rustin was, and then I saw him with a shirt off, and I'm like, okay, he probably got he got a woman. In she gonna have a white woman. That's gonna be the problem. And then I saw that hand. The hand looked a little feminine. I was like, okay, white hand. Okay, I figured. Then I seen, I was like, they hear him like, wait a minute. Then I saw, it was his assistant. Oh, it was a white dude. I was like, and the white dude kissed his neck. I'm like, oh, bro, it's gay. Oh, wow. That, that caught me off guard because I was like, oh, snaps. Because like I said, I have no idea who Bayard Rustin is. And like, they didn't show that scene to like 10, 15 minutes in. I was like, oh, this probably what, you know, look, some of the controversy is. Mm, okay. And then also it's like, uh, the way, the, some of the scenes, man, they were. Showing them mooching down. I was like. <laughs> they showed the one. Where he was with a, a, uh, Elias. And Bayard came behind him. Choked. Now I'm like you know. With your lady. Give her the little choke. Kiss her on the neck. That's what Bayard did to Elias. And I was like. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Uh, but anyway. Yeah. Another thing that it showed, like he he built Bayard built the team up. You feel me? He did his thing, and um, good friends Martin Luther King, and then that whole stuff came out to him uh, down the line. They said he was a pervert because he was about to suck some white meat. And it's like then the day everybody didn't give a damn. They're like, hold on, man, we fight black people get freedom. You feel me? That was another thing that could have been agenda pushing too. They try to correlate homosexuality with blackness. And even Bayard Rustin in a line kind of said, he said, I was born black and I was born gay. And it's like they try to correlate, like intermingle the two. You feel me? I, I, that, that could be a little gender push, you know. But, man, man nobody didn't. I mean, they try to make it seem like care. At the end of the day, nobody care. They did the uh, they did the thing at the um, at the White House with the I Have a Dream speech with MLK. It resolved all their differences. Even Roy Watkins, you feel me? He was like, you know what? I'm, I'm, look, we just had to clear. He was just being more strategic. He was like, we got to clear out and wrinkle out some shit. You feel me? How come the NAACP was like that back then, but now they kind of like, hmm. yeah, I said it. 
They ain't, they ain't really fighting for us collectively as black people. But back then, I saw it like, what? In a congressman, Clay Powell's like, yeah, you know what, man? I mean, I ain't green at all in it, but you know what? You, you black, I got to fight for my black people. We got to get this together. They got 250,000 people there. Bayard Rustin was a part of it. Yes, he was a gay man. But this show, like, at the end of the day, we all came together and didn't give a damn. He liked Bussy. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. Another thing that I liked that they showed was within Bayard Kemp. They started arguing. One of the women was like, hold on, you ain't got no women speaking or introducing? What's up? We part of the movement, too. Other people start arguing. I think somebody said, what's up? What about the sidewalk committee? The other person was said, well, what about the white gays? And, and Bayard was like, oh, my God. That's a whole lot of argument. Jesus Christ. And it just reminded me. We have a lot of infighting within us, too. But this shows us we can still get the job done. We don't have to like each other like that. As long as we get the job done. That's what they did. I like that it showed that, too. It's going to be bickering and infighting. But as long as we get the job done, that's all that matters. And that's what this showed this shit, too. Everybody from all walks of life came together to help out black people collectively for that moment. Because, I mean, down the line, you... I, you heard me say it earlier, MLK was like, hold on, some of y'all in 1963 wasn't with me and when I'm in 1967. Now I'm talking about us as black people economically being equal. But I, I, um, um, <laughs> all right. But yeah, with that being said, we're coming to the conclusion. And I'll say that this movie was, to me, it was pretty good. It was eye-opening. It was informative. And I like, even though some of the propaganda shit was being pushed, I also like the other side of what was being pushed and what was being shown. And I'm like, yo, man, sometimes you got to take the good with the bad, all right? You feel me? And with that being said, look, this is this movie is rusting. Saw this all on Netflix, okay? Hey, check it out. All right, y'all. Y'all know what time it is, right? Oh, yeah. It is meantime. Mean and yes, I got MLK means what? It's MLK Day. Okay, you feel me? Oh, and whoever made this, this is just as bad as when they made that flyer and they had MLK with the gold teeth. It was like a flyer, and I think Atlanta to a club or something. I'm like, man, y'all better stop with this bull malarkey. Martin Luther King ain't got a loofah. <laughs> Who made this? Whoever made this, I need y'all on the show. We got to talk about this. Martin Luther King, huh? Okay. I'll see what y'all did. Mm-hmm. All right, man. So, all right. On the left side, it got, you know, Martin Luther King on top and on bottom. And it, it says, like, on the top, it says, I have a dream. And on the right side of him, it has a Martin Luther King statue. You feel me? Looking like MLK. 
respectable statue, looking great. You feel me? Then at the bottom, there's Martin Luther King going like, and it says, I have a nightmare. And on the right, it got that atrocious ass MLK statue that came out a couple years ago where it looked like a pair of hands is holding up a shaboing boing shongy shong. What in the hell? God damn. <laughs> wow. Most definitely a nightmare. <coughs> I couldn't believe they did that. Who 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 sculptured this? Wasn't that a black dude? We need to check if he black American. Cause it's bullshit. What kind of statue? Got MLK rolling around in this damn grave because it is bullish. God damn. Oh, snaps. And we got the infamous meme of memes of all time. You feel me? And this meme a classic. I probably already used this meme. Probably on MLK Day. I probably gonna always use this meme on MLK Day. Oh, y'all see it. Ah, uh, y'all see it. I don't even need to explain. And MLK is smiling in the corner like. He, see, y'all think he's smiling because this black man is, is whipping these three white dudes that's picking cotton. No, no, no. He's smiling because this black man is becoming economically equal. Think about it. Just saying. That's what MLK was really preaching. Y'all wasn't really, you know what I mean? Some of y'all was listening. You know what I mean? And I'll talk about it now. This era. Not back then. Because back then, you know, people were really listening. Like, oh, we need to get economically equal? Oh, we got to do that. I think we more on it now, though, like that. You feel me? We getting there. But that's what he was really preaching. Okay? Mm, mm, mm. That's a funny meme. Hmm. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're coming to the end of the show. This is another episode of The Gab. I'm your lovely or hated host, Kamal, a.k.a. The Black Seinfeld, a.k.a. Magic X. And since I got the best audience out there, what should the best audience be doing right now? Well, what y'all waiting for? Let's get it. If they watching, at least they learning. And I appreciate all y'all, from the ugly to the beautiful to the in-betweeners, okay? Now, with that being said, the two been around since 05. But I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video art channel booming. Because you're already doing it! But it's great to remind y'all, like a sub, sub a share, share a comment, comment a like. Y'all know what to do. Some of y'all smart out there, you know what I mean? Now, for my potters, I'm on Google Podcasts. I'm on Apple Podcasts, I'm on Spotify, and I'm on iHeartRadio. Across all those platforms, all you got to do is type in The Gab or Kamal Johnson Network, and bam, I'll pop right up. Also, sorry, y'all, excuse me. I like to thank my lovely sponsors because we pay bills around here. You feel me? First place losers. The link to the shop going to be in the description below. Y'all go check out the fire-ass garments made out of 100% Egyptian cotton. I guarantee it boosts your sex appeal up by, let's say, your 22%. And look here, if it look good on me, it's going to look magnificent on y'all, all right? 
And with that being said, look, it is MLK uh, birthday today, you feel me? Some of y'all might just be like, okay, it's just another federal holiday. I get a day off and stuff. But, you know, this episode, you know, I want to really give MLK not only his flowers, his just do. And I really want to bring in that, yo, MLK was really speaking for us as black Americans and black people to get economically equal. Also, along with the other stuff, us have our rights and be equal to every other man and stuff like that. And You know what I mean? But I really wanted to showcase that because when he really started pushing that, they murdered him. And they people don't like to ever talk about that aspect of him him speaking in his speeches and other speeches that he's done. Hell, some of y'all probably ain't even heard the whole I have a dream speech. He was telling us then, hey, us black people, we gotta work together. That's how we get out this system. Okay? So I wanted to bring that and shed light on that from one of our legends, one of our greats. And hell, we needed to start talking about him more like how we talk about our athletes. You see how I talk about him? I'm talking about him like he LeBron! Jordan! You feel me? 2,500 speeches! Goddamn! That's GOAT status! Alright. And on that note, y'all have a great day, great evening. Great whenever it is y'all consuming this content. Have a good one of y'all. And I'm out. Peace. Man! 2,500 speeches. Y'all really don't understand. Like, for MLK to do that, that is incredible. Like, incredible! Damn! This was good! This was good!